Hi, everybody. This is Crypto Rich, working with you to get rich with crypto, filling our pockets with crypto profits. This is Monday, the 21st of March, and is Bitcoin consolidating in order to make a major move? We're going to find out. We're also going to be looking at the price of Ethereum, Pirate Chain, and Luna. What is happening with Luna? Hello, and welcome to the Crypto Rich Podcast. This audio podcast is derived from content from the Crypto Rich video channels and may contain references to graphics and images. For the full Crypto Rich video experience, please see the links in the show notes. The information presented in this podcast is provided for educational, informational and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness or fitness for any particular purpose. It is not intended to be and does not constitute legal, financial, investment, trading or any other advice. All of the information presented is general in nature and is not specific to you or anyone else. Do not make any decision, legal, financial, investment, trading or otherwise, based on any of the information presented in this podcast without first consulting a licensed professional. You understand that you use or rely on any and all information provided in this podcast at your own risk. Find the best cryptocurrency investments. Check out Token Metrics. Use my affiliate link for a discount. Hey, Amir, thank you so much for making yourself available. Do you want to say, you're so welcome. Do you want to say a little bit about your, your credibility? Do you have any credibility, Amir? <laughs> I don't know, man. When it comes to predicting markets, I don't think credibility even really... Well, no, now, now I think now that there's there seems to be a structure forming. So if you have uh, some experience in, in detecting uh that then you it could be really helpful yes um, so yeah i mean just i mean just to say on that you do have experience because you worked as a trader right in the bond I, do, I do i do you know candles and all of that business you look at them and you see stuff that i don't see so and, and by the way none of this if you're watching this none of this is investment advice but if it comes to looking at what's happening in the market you can listen to what amir says with his banking and trading background or you can listen to what i say with my qualifications and experience in child protection social work take your pick well and i i really think that nobody really i mean nobody does know um but a, a week ago or um that that was so much more true you know it was it really was kind of unpredictable but there's something you know now that's happening that's taking shape um that is is notable. I mean, two things. Okay. But one is when. Should I should I um, get the chart up? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and get the chart up. Oh no, that's not Bitcoin. That's Ethereum. We'll look at that in a moment. Here we are with the Bitcoin chart. And uh, do you want to tell us what you see? So I mean, before I even talk about the chart, one thing is is uh, that I really took note of is this weekend. If you noticed that the it was the first weekend where price actually was not bearish. And usually like starting Friday evenings, they would start to take Bitcoin down. And then Monday morning, it would be kind of like trying to buy it back up slowly, slowly. Well, this weekend, they didn't do that. Bitcoin held 40 and and then now today, start Monday, starting to it's starting to move up, and that's the wick, the hammer that we see right there right now. Yeah. Here. So, 
Yeah, so I, I really took note of that because now what could be uh, developing is a, a, a flag from this, this structure right here that you're pointing at and, and then a break to the upside. And then we have resistance at around 45,000, right? But in my eyes, if, you know, if the, if the bulls are in control here, which is what I think is developing, then it would be, you know, it would be, it wouldn't make sense for them not to be able to break through 45, which would pretty much be like a pronounced, um, you know, change in direction. And, you know, a lot of people, I think, are talking about, you know, people are going to get caught by surprise and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I think this has been building up for a while now, and uh, I think the bulls are about to really take control of the market, basically. Okay, well, let's just have a look at what you said, right? So this is this was the 18th, and you can see it. price went up that day. That was a Friday. And then the previous Friday was the 11th. Big drop on that Friday. Sorry, here. The 11th, big drop on the Friday. And then the previous one would have been the 4th, which is here. Look at that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what you're saying holds true. And then there's also resistance there around about 42, which it hasn't broken through. And 45. The bigger resistance is 45. 45 yeah, because yeah, if we look, it goes it goes back quite a bit. Quite a bit, right? Because uh, there was a lot of resistance here, back at 45. So that is the bigger resistance. And then it would, if it breaks past this trend line, past 42, on the way to 45, and then past that, that would be very, very nice. Very, very nice. Now, if it were to do that, how long do you reckon it would take? Uh, I don't think it's going to take long at all, actually, because I think nobody wants to miss out on the bull, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, you've got players that are positioning themselves now because they're seeing what we're looking at and they're saying it's coming. Then you've got players that are saying, uh, I'm not going to get in now, but it looks like the, the bullish trend is coming. I'm going to buy when we break 45 and hold support. Right. I think those are the two kind of dialogues that are happening. Yeah. Um, but like, I think this is going to take no more than, let's say no more than two weeks to play out for the 42 level. No more than 42 weeks. That would be a long time, actually, if it took that long. Um, and then, you know, within four weeks to resolve the 45 level. Okay, very cool. And then I like drawing curves and arrows and lines. Amir just looks at um, candles to judge because he's cleverer than I am about this. But I can see... No, I would look at moving averages, too, but... You don't have to. In this well, I can, I can get them up for next time we do a video, right? We can yeah, look at, fine. I got a moving average ribbon we can use, right? But here there could be a possible W forming, a double bottom, which is uh, bullish. Okay, so that's Bitcoin. We're going to look at Ethereum as well and also Luna, because you told me you follow Luna closely and there's some very exciting things happening with Luna. But let's have a look at Pirate Chain. So this is Pirate Chain. And I was doing covering Pirate Chain since August 2018 before it actually listed on any chart. And this is the chart on Coin Paprika, And it was about six cents five six cents and stuff and then there's a halving every 270 days so there's a halving coming up in a few months time and then there was this massive pump here went up to 16.77 and this is when jeff berwick and the dollar vigilante and the crypto vigilante 
recommended it to its subscribers and off it went to the races. And uh, since then, it's gone down, 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 down. It's been in the doldrums, but you've got this long, long, long consolidation period. And uh, there was a low, if you'd picked up here around about 67 cents, which is still 10 times what it was when it first listed. Not too bad, little, little W pattern here. Um, and now we're moving in, moving in, moving in. So what do you see here? I've not drawn any lines or patterns. What do you see here? Uh, the thing is going off of just charts is really not what I do. I mean, cause I, I'm watching like the price action and taking into consideration all the other market um, dynamics. So with this, I don't have as much of that. I really don't know, to be honest with you on something like this. I mean, you can just say, yeah, it's worth a shot because it looks like it's bottoming out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then you have the happening and obviously that could be helpful, Yeah. but that's, that's not my forte, so to speak. Sure. Okay. Well, I'm hoping to record a video with the lead with Captain Drath soon. So if people mm -hmm. want to find out about what's happening in the world of Pirate Chain, please subscribe, comment, like. By the way, if you're watching this on YouTube, come over to Odyssey, because that's where I post all my videos because of the censorship on YouTube and being shadow banned on both my channels. Thank you, YouTube. Uh, so I think it's a good time to pick up. It is consolidating, consolidating, consolidating. And fundamentally, uh, what's happened? You've got the halvening coming up in a couple of months' time. And also, you have more and more interest in privacy cryptos because of the authoritarianism that's happening in the world globally. You know, the, the pressure to um, keep to track us and to keep um, what's well, to surveil us and find out what we're doing and to take away our liberty and freedoms. So I think pi privacy coins like Pirate Chain and Monero are going to have a major part to play in keeping us free. So if you want to pick up Pirate Chain, Pirate um, Trade Ogre has the most liquidity, but do your own due diligence. The website is pirate.black, but do take a look. So that's Pirate Chain. We're going to be looking at Terra Luna soon because there's something very exciting there, but let's have a look at Ethereum. And uh, this is Ethereum on the daily chart, coin market cap. Let me move us out the way. Boy, what a ride Ethereum has been. It's, it's really like the same as the Bitcoin chart, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I've seen Everybody's this. waiting for a break of 3,000 and, you know, off to the races. Off to the races. It is, and there's, it's got to get past this, um, this trend line, I think. And then, then off we go. And perhaps a little double bottom bottom um, here, which kind of follows the double bottom that I pointed out with Bitcoin. Let me just see if I can add Bitcoin. There you go. Yep, you're right, Amir. Very closely tracking what happens with Bitcoin. Because Bitcoin is the one that moves the markets. Yeah. Okay, so that's uh, Ethereum. Let's have a look at Terra Luna. And I'm going to add Bitcoin just, just for uh, shits and giggles. Because this is not tracking the pattern of Bitcoin, I don't think. Or is it a little bit? No, it's not. Look, big divergence here. Bitcoin was up. Luna, not up that much. Okay, so what can you see here, Captain? Well, look, I mean, Luna has... A, a lot of kind of asymmetrical um, qualities in the sense that there's a couple of things at play that affect its potential token price that you don't have uh, with a lot of other coins. One of them being that Luna is tied to UST, which is their stable coin. And every time you mint $1 of UST, you burn $1 worth of Luna. And UST has been growing at 
a rate of about, I think it grew 30% this month in the last four weeks. It basically Luna is burning about one and a half percent of its liquid circulating supply every day. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. So you're you're burnt there, there, you know, there people are talking about, you know, a supply shock coming because the the rate of UST growth is very bullish. You know, this is why Luna is doing what it has. The UST is being added to a lot of exchanges. Um, it's being paired now with a lot of other coins. Uh, and the whole narrative there is it's a decentralized stable coin that's censorship resistant, right? Like it's not like USDT or USDC. And recently uh, there was an interview with Do Kwan, the, who's the CEO of the Luna Terra Foundation. And, um, you know, they announced that they're going to be buying $3 billion worth of Bitcoin and, and then scaling that up to $10 billion over time. And the whole concept there is that they're going to use BTC as a treasury mechanism to back UST. So UST is going to become the dollar that you spend, and it's going to be secured in part by Bitcoin, which is a very you know simple, beautiful, elegant model that a lot of people will like. That's amazing. And I suppose because it's all on the blockchain, people can actually audit. Anybody could audit UST and Bitcoin and Luna to make sure that the relationships between the three are all legitimate. Absolutely. They're, they're going to provide the, the con uh, contract addresses and wallet addresses and all that stuff. Everything is transparent. So there's no, uh, no, no funny stuff. That's it. That's amazing. It, I have a little traction. It's, it's definitely gaining traction. Yeah. I have a little bit of Luna. I think I'm going to start picking up a little bit more Luna because this does sound very bullish. And one of the things that I like about, there's a couple of things I like about UST compared to the other major stable coins. BUSD, USDT, and USDC. I think those are the main ones, the largest three yeah. by market cap. All of those three require another crypto to transact with. So if I want to send USDC, I also got to have, or USDT, ERC20, I got to have a little bit of Ethereum. If I want to send USDT, ERC20, which I had to do a couple of weeks ago, I had to go and buy some Tron. I didn't have any Tron. I wanted, you know, somebody wanted some. I was sending somebody some USDT T20, but I didn't have any Tron, so I had to go and buy Tron. And then if I want to send BUSD, I have to make sure I got some BNB to pay for the transaction fees. But UST <sighs> is part of the Cosmos ecosystem. It's an independent blockchain. Doesn't require me to have another crypto in order to pay for the gas fees because UST does that. Oh, I didn't know that myself. That's good. Okay. Yeah. And then the other thing about you, so, so the UST, the gas fees come out of UST somehow, right? Um, I don't need anything else. But also the, as because it's a Cosmos asset, like Osmo, like Juno, like Luna, settlement is almost instant. Just a couple of seconds. You know, you could right now, Amir, send me all your UST and it would only take you a second, from when, a few seconds to send it to me once you clip, <laughs> right? 
Let's do that. <laughs> well, just give me your private keys, maybe, right? That might even be quicker. <laughs> Joking. Okay, when he's watching, don't, don't give away your private keys, right? But it's quick. It's really, really quick. And well, that's cool. Yeah, and, and putting it into more and more exchanges, I suppose, makes the trading more liquid because peak traders don't need to go and get Ethereum or Tron or Binance in order. Well, to- I don't know if it's, it makes it more liquid because, like, you have USDT pairs, you know, that are very liquid. I think what it does is it, and once it becomes more and more proven and people become more confident, which I think they are, um, it just becomes a, a, the choice stable coin. Like, yeah. why would anyone want to use USDT if there's a question mark about whether USDT can really keep its value? And we really don't know the commercial paper behind USDT and it's related to real estate in China and what if this and that, you know, like nobody likes that. Yeah. You yeah. Know, nobody's going to want to hold a lot of that in their wallet. That's a very good point. That is a very good point because, uh, and then looking at the chart here, it looks to me like we're in this uh, symmetrical triangle, which can go up or down, but it tends to follow that it's a continuation pattern and the trend, the long-term trend is upwards and we got resistance at around $100. So it looks like in the next few days or so, it's likely to break out, hopefully yeah. to the upside, once yeah. it gets past this resistance and then past 100, and then it's off to the race as we go. Because 100 yeah. is, is a good psychological marker as well. And we had it yeah. 100 here. And actually then what we have, I think I can see a double bottom inverted head and shoulders, which would yeah. go from 50, about 50 to 100, so that's $50. So then the next stop could be the next major resistance after 100 would be about 150. Yeah. Not bad going. Not bad going. And I looked at the beginning when it was first listed on Coin Paprika about $1.32. And it was as low as, oh my God, six cents in May 2020. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's not look at that, man. That'll depress me. <laughs> But we are still early. And also, I think the other thing that supports Luna, and I got to say this, I do have a bias, is it's the stable coin, the main stable coin on Osmo. So it's going to get value from yeah. all the airdrops that are happening there, which I cover regularly on my channel and a lot of the Cosmos projects. Okay. Anything else, Amir? No, I think that's, we've covered everything. This week will be, uh, you know, watch, I'm, I'm always watching closely, but really this week is, is an important week. Great. Well, listen, I look forward to having you back on next Monday. For anybody who's watching, if you have any comments or questions, let me know in the description below. Uh, do you hold Luna? Do you hold Pirate Chain? Give me the ticker symbols. Give me Just give me ticker symbols. And also subscribe, comment, like, follow me on Odyssey, not on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter. Join my Crypto Rich official announcements channel. And between now and when I see you next, please keep filling your pockets with Crypto Profits. This is Crypto Rich and Crypto Amir signing out. All the best. Bye-bye.